This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Coming to you live from Washington, D.C., the nation's capital here at Chatter. Very exciting. Uh, this is our first real... We've done live podcasts before, but this is on the road. J-Train on the road. Uh, we're going to do... We're live from Chatter in Washington, D.C. I'm here for the District of Comedy Festival uh, over at the Kennedy Center and the... Studio here at Chatter was nice enough to have us to tape a live podcast, and we the there's I've done live podcasts before uh, from Hair the Dog in New York, and then there's a episode that we never have aired that was from a fraternity party at the University of Oregon uh, that they were they kind of dragged their feet a little bit, and we were gonna like you know blank their names out and all this stuff. At that point, we were just showing up to a fraternity party, so there were just a lot of people there. This, I mean, the feathering of the century. We have people that have shown up here in D.C. to watch a podcast. This is not a visual thing. And they still showed. One girl just rolled her eyes at me. Holy shit. I just watched her roll her eyes at me saying that she was, she was forced here. I can tell. Were you forced here? Oh, you were rolling your eyes at your friend. Okay, we have, we have women here. This is crazy to me. Um, I mean, the guys, they all look exactly how I thought they'd look that would come to, the, come to the podcast. They look exactly like they would be living at my fraternity house with me, uh, top bunk, per use. Uh, I, I got to say, it's, it, it is really nice. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, they saw how the hello was made. We, I think we hit 30. Did we hit 30? 31.8. There's our mathematician of the group. Thank you for being exact. Uh, wait, no, it's uh, very cool. This is like, uh, there's a huge divot on my nuts right now from all the feathering that's going on in this room. It's very cool. Uh, we're going to do, it's uh, it, it, meeting all you guys. So we have people that have come to watch the podcast. Uh, we have our very special guest, uh, Claude, thank you for helping us out today. Oh, yeah, no problem, bro. It's great you. to have you. Claude has no idea what this show is about. No clue. No clue. <laughs> he just is like, why are all these people here to watch a hello? So, uh, Claude, it's great to have you. Maybe we'll have you chirp in a little bit, sure. uh, you, know, no you know, coming on some of the emails. We have some great emails. We're going to get into it, but we're here for the show tonight. Uh, any questions from the audience before we get started? Does anyone have anything to say? I have one email from a girl or a guy. I'm not sure if it's a it's a a, a DC podcast shout out. Hey, Papa JT, just throwing a shout out to the Swamp Tigers. Missing you guys from the West Coast. Big D. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> oh, is that you guys? I didn't. That's Danny. With a, Danny's a, a guy. A girl. That's what I thought. I was like Danny. The way it's spelled seemed very girl to me. And she got you into the podcast. Yeah, she did. This is what it's all about. Do we have that mic on so we can like pick them up? Yeah. Okay. No. So this is what it's all about. People passing the word of Papa JT, Uncle J Train, Grandpa J Train. That's so nice. How did you guys? So how do you? What is a swamp tiger? A group inside joke. Okay, good. That's uh, why we haven't laughed yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you guys became the Swamp Tigers via yes. this... One girl who's been mentally disabled by your no, making fun of her. But the thing yeah. is, she got so tired of us making fun of her that she Googled it. And there are actual swamp tigers. There's a natural really? documentary about swamp tigers that live in, like, Bangladesh or something. Oh, my God. And so she just kind of schooled all of us. She just turned it Well, right th- thank you for scaring us all shitless. Uh, <laughs> we didn't know that there were swamp tigers before, and now we know. There's a, they're the rarest cats? Supposedly. Okay, so welcome, Swamp Tigers. Thank you guys for coming. We got people behind you guys. North Dakota? South Dakota. South Dakota. Is that, that was bad that I just said North Dakota. Yeah, That's like your, you know, your rival, right? We actually don't care about them because they're irrelevant. Yeah, they're irrelevant. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a rivalry to me. Uh, so thank you guys for coming. You guys, uh, you live in the area, I'm assuming? And you didn't travel here from South Dakota. That would have been, that would have made me sad. Okay. And and our two ladies here, thank you guys for coming. Where are you guys coming? How'd you find the podcast? Um, I found the podcast through like a suggested. Suggested? Yeah. Oh, iTunes. iTunes. Look at that. Thank you. iTunes feathering my nuts. Yeah. So I've been listening for like two years now. Two years. Thank you. This is such a pleasure. Thank you. Totes preach. And. And you dragged your friend who rolled her eyes at you along. Yeah. Okay, this all makes a lot more sense. Hopefully we, we gain a new fan here today. What's Fingers, it? Fingers, Fingers crossed. are crossed. Thank you. Uh, now, sir, we're, you're, you're all on your lonesome. Yeah. It's not creepy at all. Uh, we hope to have one random dude just standing here. Just staring at everyone. Yeah, staring at where are you coming from, man? Uh, just right up the road. I live like two miles. Don't away. make it sound less bad now. With the, just right up the road. <laughs> no, I live a door away. It's not a My big deal. My girlfriend's at work, or else she would totally be. My girlfriend's at work. Well, thank She's you for. She's a big fan as well. I got her into it. So. Oh, dude, that means a lot to me. So thank you so much. We got food coming in. People are in food. Let's get to the. I mean, we should get to the emails, right? Yeah. Let's do some emails. We'll get to the emails. You can send in anything you like. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're live here from Chatter in D.C. for the District of Comedy Festival. We got some people here to watch, which is always fun. Adds a little energy. Let's talk about... Let's do a hypothetical. Right? Let's start it off with a hypothetical. We should start things off nice and fresh. Sub J Trizzy. So I heard a funny story about you on Brilliant Idiots about you credit card swiping a random black guy thinking it was a buddy of yours. Do you think all black guys look the same? I'm a black guy myself, so tread lightly. Interesting question here. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Claude, uh, you? maybe you can, <laughs> you can chime in on this. Claude, is, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story. Brilliant Idiots is a, 
A buddy of mine does the podcast with Charlemagne the God. Are we, are we familiar mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, with him? So, and my buddy Andrew Schultz, who's been on the show before, and I was on another podcast, and I told this story about it was a couple years ago. <clears throat> and also Monroe Martin, who's another comic, so funny, and he's been on the podcast before too. And uh, I was at The Stand, which is a comedy club in New York, and the lights were down. And this tall black guy gets next to me, and I thought it was Monroe. So I went up to him, and I took my hand, and I swiped it up the crack of his ass. <laughs> and, and I remember I looked at him, and I was like, and I just look over. I'm like, oh, my God, you're not Monroe. And he was like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, dude, I, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my buddy. He's black, too. And then he was like, again, insulted. Because he's like, what do you think we all, you know, all black people look like? I was like, well, it's dark in here. And, and you know, like, and to that point, uh, I think anyone in the dark, any people of a similar culture, ethnicity, anything, like all the, like, oh, you, this frat table would look alike in the dark. You know, like I would think that you guys are the same frat guy in the same way. I, I think this is what I mean is I, I, I think I'm uh, I'm equal opportunity ignorant is, is, is really my thing. I, I mean, I, I think if, if, if the lights went out in a synagogue, you wouldn't be able to find me. You know, I, I think that would be that, that I would if someone tapped me on the shoulder was like, are you uh, are you are you, are you Brian Epstein? I'd be like. Oh, you think we all look alike? I'd be like, they'd be like, no, it's a dark synagogue. I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I guess I had the choice between a form of racism and a form of homophobia. Like I, had, like I had to choose one. Do I dig into? No, I just want to put my hand up your ass. Or no, you look like my black friend who is not you. You know, this is a weird decision. I, I was really happy how a drink spilled in the middle of that story as I was, like, trying to get the crowd heated up on it. But I, I, think, it will, I think it will show through at home. I, but he said the, also the hypothetical is if you could choose between – oh, my God, why? <laughs> this is a tough one with Claude here, okay? Claude, we go a little, we go a little off color. I'm just good. letting you know. Also, the hypothetical is if you could choose between the N-word or the C-word, would you, rather, would you rather use at least ten times either the black guy or the Asian guy? That's a tough one. No, we're talking about Asians. <laughs> a female listener just yelled out, cunt. <laughs> That's why it's not a hard hypothetical. It's cunt. <laughs> if it was cunt, we'd all be sitting here going, cunt, who cares? And I'm yelling it in a restaurant. Now, I can't yell the other two in this restaurant. That's what makes it difficult. I love it. Cunt. <laughs> she just yelled it out so quickly. <laughs> that it did, it, it, and you know what? It's weird how hot it sounded when you said it. I gotta say, now that's my, my it's my new thing. Now it's just <laughs> getting getting bad with it. Go, please, just yell, cunt. Say it again. Say it slowly. Now whisper it. Um, I gotta go, I gotta say on like the on the offended spectrum, the least offended are Asians. It seems. So, you know, like I, I say, like, and I don't mean that you should be offended by these words, but I'm not saying you shouldn't be offended. I'm saying that, like, on the spectrum of, like, who's taken the most, like, Asians socially, like, the small penis thing? Can you imagine any other race or ethnicity just being okay with that being out there? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's like the small penis thing. Like, we don't give them enough credit for just like being okay with this whole small penis joke. You know, do you, just, just owning that, right? Claude, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, right, right. black people get the pig penis thing, and they're like, and, and they're like, oh, I don't know. Every, uh, what are you gonna do? The hack big penis thing? It's like, yeah, I'll take the hack big penis thing. I'll start Jews. All of us. Oh yeah. It's, why, why are you gonna be such a hack and say Jews got big penis? You know, like, I would never say that. Asians are just, like, living with this and, like, being like, yeah, man, I guess that's the word. I guess it's an undersell over delivery, but I'm going with the Asian one. I, uh, Claude, do you have an opinion on this? Uh, no, man. But you're uh, allowed yeah, to say. Yeah, that's the thing. And so, like, I can say it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I grew up with that word being thrown around like, dude. I yeah, mean, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my father and uncles called us. That's, I mean, and that's, that's okay. Just, like, I, you know, that's I, I, uh, now that's okay for them to say it. Yeah, of course. I will say you gave the right answer. I think. Well, thank you. So I, you gave I, the right answer, <laughs> Claude. I love that you just jumped right in. It's like you've been a part of the show for ten years. Right. I gotta say, I love it. Uh, awesome. So let's keep. Let's do some real AMLs. You guys ready? J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. That was a fun one, though. I gotta say, <laughs> J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. I am here at Chatter in D.C. here for the District of Comedy Festival. Listen, if you live in the area. Uh, it's too late now because this will come out afterwards. But um, check out the festival. It's pretty awesome. They had all the Daily Show people here. I tried getting so many people to come here, and there's an empty seat open next to me. But, but you know, it opens up stuff up for the next time. What do I do? What to do when ghosting won't work? Now, do we have? We got a lot of bros in here. Um, are we ghosters in here? Or are we dumpers? Three dudes just rose their hand. And we got one half, maybe. What's that? A column A, column B. A column A, column B. Oh, okay. So you go ghosting or dump. I think there's like a. You know, I understand what that sentiment is, where it's like sometimes it's okay to just let it, you know, fade into the mist, you know, just fade away into the fog. But you know, other times it's there's a deserved. Let's talk it out. I I uh, I, I don't like the term ghosting. I've been thinking about the term ghosting a lot. A ghost would never actually act that way. <laughs> you know, I've never heard, like, it, there's never a movie where the ghost is in a bar being like, did she see me? <laughs> Do you know, like, you know, like, that never happened. Like, there's never, the ghost is never afraid of the person that they've, like, left behind. We got, oh, more people coming in. We're, we're, we're growing here. The J Train Podcast Live here, Chatter. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for coming. We're we're saying when to and when go when to do what to do when ghosting won't work. Hey JT, earlier this year I met a guy who long story. So this is a female email. We would play. We usually have music for this, but it's a chick email. We're we're gonna let it go. I ended up exchanging numbers with him. At first, he was only messaging me when he was coming in my area, making it obvious what he wanted. I made it clear to him that I wasn't interested in just a hookup, and he stopped messaging. Earlier in June, he began messaging, asking what I was up to, etc. We were talking for a bit with our conversations getting more and more saucy. And then she wrote, she sent the smirk emoji. I'll admit it. I'll admit, for a while, I enjoyed it. It made me feel special that a college guy was as interested in me I'm only 17. Oh, shit. It's uh, a high school email. It's a double shot. <laughs> this, this would have been double music. Maybe we'll have Shelby put, put it on afterwards. High school emails. Oh, that's cute. 
I, I played along before it began to ghost him. I thought it was an appropriate approach because we never had actually uh, been intimate. Uh, never actually been intimate, nor any real dates. Recently, he's been messaging me more and more, trying to get me to come and visit him. Where? At, at math class? What? Where's he? <laughs> My mom gave me the car for the night. Let's go in the back of the suburban. What's going to happen? Mind me, he almost uh, four and a half, he, he lives almost four and a half hours away. How do I get him to leave me alone and understand that I'm not interested in hooking up with, uh, uh, if I've already told him and I'm trying to ghost, uh, thank you so much. Love the podcast. Looking forward to seeing you uh, in the future. So, I mean, this is one of those emails that's kind of ridiculous, but then it also explains a bigger point. There's so many, and we, can, we have four women in the room. Have you guys ever tried to ghost a guy and then he won't give up? Raise of hands. One, two, three, and a half. I saw a finger move on the fourth girl. The fourth girl, did you, you're, you're, no, that's never happened? I'm looking right at you. (laughs) She keeps pointing, but yeah, those two in the corner raised their hand. You did not. You've never had a situation where you've ghosted and then the guy just won't go away? No. Okay, and the other three ladies have. But that's three out of four. That's 75%. That have had this situation. Why does this keep happening? It's the ego. It's the ego. I, I've said that a million, a million times. Definitely the ego. It's also this kid's 17. He, he's like, he, he's like, well, but I got this penis. It's always hard. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't someone want to come after this thing? Uh, but also, the other thing is girls are too nice sometimes. I think that you guys, like, I think there's never, like, the harsh blow. Like, they're always, like, I think the, the whole idea of, like, being, I don't want to be a bitch. And it's like, be a bitch. What are you? What are you going to see? That what are you trying to get business contacts with a seventeen-year-old? You trying to network? You know, like when do you? When is this guy going to come? And I know, I know, we all have that fear of like it's going to come back around. But like, it's not going to come back around with you know, you know, Johnny Erection here. I, I, I don't see it, it happening. I, I think for her. You just stop. You let the baby cry itself out. You can't ant with a baby that's going to stop crying at some point. This kid's a baby. Any guy that keeps texting you after you've already said, I'm not looking for what you're wanting, is a baby if he keeps coming back. He's just saying, wah, wah, wah. And then if you let it just go away, he's going to find a new girl to bother. He will go another direction. I, I, I just, I, I've had, I've been the guy who she's talking about. And I've also been her. I have a situation right now. This girl, she's been texting me for like months on end. And we haven't seen each other in like literally a year. And I, and I said to her, I go, listen, can we just stop texting? And she was like, well, we're friends. I was like, I have friends I see every day. We haven't seen each other in months. What, what, you know? And I think it's also, there's a point where it becomes the person responding's fault as well. Like this girl, she knows she doesn't want it. And then she goes, Andy's in high school. Bitch, what is the next move? You know, like, what's going to happen next? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here at Chatter, we are live. We got a crew here. This is, this is more than I expected. I thought it was going to be me and one dude drinking a beer staring at me. And this is way... It was going to be you, buddy, with his... It was going to be you with your fake girlfriend. That's two doors down. But I, you know, I appreciate you guys. Kind of feathered as fuck right now. I totally feathered. I, I gotta say, this dude uh, is. Let's do this dude's email. What the fuck do I do on my Instagram? Are we all on Instagram here? Yeah. 
Where, that's the hot app. I think that's the one right now. That's the one we all. That's the I, Facebook might be the center of the universe, but uh, Instagram is 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 our golden star that gives us energy, right? I think that's where we're going right now. What's up, Jew boy? <laughs> I love your pot, your show. I listened. Uh, even got my girlfriend to listen. Well, until she cheated on me. Oh shit! But I think she still listens. <laughs> wow. She sounds hot. Um, anyways, enough nut feathering. J Train, what the fuck do I post on my Insta? I'm never, I'm never hanging out with friends thinking I need to post a picture. I just don't. I just think I don't care about other people's lives. So why would people care about mine? Anyways, thanks. This is a good question because Instagram. There are Instagram posts that annoy us all, right? Can we poll the room? Do we get annoyed? With Instagram, shout out. What's the most annoying one you say? When your friend posts eight billion hashtags and like always ends it with like family over friends or some dumb bullshit. The <laughs> hashtagging. We have more people showing up. Thank you guys for coming. You're a little late. We will uh, yell at you later. Uh, so, so the two Instagram nuisances. We're going to poll the audience. One is over hashtagging, which I agree with. Who do you think you are? Who's going to see this? Who's going to see Freed Family, hashtag Freed Family Weekend? <laughs> like, who's coming after that post? Also, I, I don't mind the hashtag when it's a wedding hashtag because I do, there is actual usefulness for that. They, the wedding hashtag, at least I can, because what I do when I go to a wedding, I'll wake up hungover one of the mornings. I'll be like, okay, who's here? You know, what's going on? Like, what's happening at this wedding? And you can see all the randos that you wouldn't have met and how they're celebrating and their shitty pregames. You know, where it's like the wedding hashtag can bring you all to one place. So I get it if it's useful and if it's funny. Usefulness and funniness. But then the hashtag that's like, the one that annoys me with the hashtags on Instagram is when you can tell that, like, they're trying to get followers out of it. And you're like, what, what's, the, what's, what's the two followers going to do for you? You know, you're not, you're not going to get, you're not getting 50 sponsorships. Like... <laughs> What is like what's what is like like curvy women? You know, like what, what's that gonna do? Like, are, what are you gonna become part of the community and that's your new thing now? Like farmers association? What? Yeah, I agree. What was the one you said, buddy? Overposting? Like whenever like a girl like goes and like studies abroad or something, and then like multiple posts. Yeah, you're getting you're getting one, maybe two posted. I mean, I post a lot. Okay, I'm going to admit it right now. But on everything. What's that? It's on your story, though. It's on my story. Well, now that we have the story, there are story pictures and there are picture pictures. And that, that's also a funny thing to me. I like when people do the, 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 the birthday collage and then some birthdays make it to the main page and some birthdays make it only to the stories. You ever notice that? Like where a girl will be like, I'm, it's my bestie's birthday. And she was like, that ain't your bestie if she's on the story right now. That is a bestie would be on the timeline and it would be there forever like a, like a monument to your friendship. Instead, I'm getting the one day and it's gone. I don't know. Um, yeah, overposing. More, two a day at most. We can all agree on that. Anything else annoy you about Instagram? No, the crowd goes quiet. That's okay. I, I think for this dude, if you, like all... Instagram posts, if you can't come up with a caption within 
two minutes of posting, you shouldn't post it at all. That's the rule. Because it's really – because if you have something to say – because I'll go – I'll have a picture up and I'll be looking at it. I'll be like, okay, ABF, always be funny. What's the post going to be? And then I'll be like, I can't come up with it. I'll be like, no, discard. It's not ready to go. It's you know, I took it out, took it out of the oven too soon. Got to be natch, right? J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's meet some of the latecomers, sir. You, uh, you came in late. Where are you coming from, buddy? Me? Yeah. Uh, Arlington, Virginia. What's that? Arlington, Virginia. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and buddy. you two ladies, where are you guys coming from? I'm from Denver. Denver, that's a lot. That's a little sad. <laughs> you came all the way from Denver for this just podcast for you, just for me. For you, yes. <laughs> that's you and this dude. We got to get you together. He's got a fake girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and he, they, he lives two doors down, which means you know, uh, what's that? Upstairs, Upstairs. He lives above Chatter. Where, where you got? You're from Denver, and you live in in town. Uh, no, I'm just here for the weekend. Just here for the and you guys listen to the podcast. I, I'm. Or just showed up and you were like, what's going on in there? Why did ten dudes yell hello at the same time? <laughs> I got to find out what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I, I, how'd you guys find the show? That guy in the I back? Oh, you invited them, yeah. but you've never listened to the show. No, I listen all the time. No, I know you do. <laughs> I can, I can, you two never listen to the show. No. That's okay, perfect. All, what, what every podcaster wants in a live podcast is to have... Ten people that are great fans of the show sit in the back and smile, and then two girls that have never listened go, listen, stare at you going, what the fuck is going on? Why is he talking about nut feathering, and who does he think he is to give advice? Now, before we start the show, the dude over here was like, how do I explain this show, right? Yeah, Yeah, the one that introduced himself by saying, I'm the guy who sent the poop uh, hypothetical. That is the fa- that's my favorite part about meeting listeners of the show is that and the Tinder match DM too. And the Tinder match DM. I, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, <laughs> to ruin your street cred. Well, it's so funny when I meet listeners of the podcast and if they've sent an email and had it answered, they'll introduce themselves with the email they had answered. So it's always this fun moment where it's like, "Hey, I'm the guy who wanted to know whether you'd take no wipe shits or no boners for the rest of your life. And I'm like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Finally, Mr. No Wipes, No Boners, I remember you. I, you come with high regard. Uh, <laughs> but then you were asking, how do I explain what I do? And I do say this to people, and this is for the new ladies that don't listen to the show and are wondering what the fuck they're doing here. It's okay. There's no apologies necessary. You came all the way from Denver. I should tell you what the show's all about. Um, I give advice, but I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but I think that's what makes it you know, work is that I'm just a guy that's a lot like you guys, and I'm just trying to be as honest as more honest than you could ever be with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Because it would really suck to, to tell a girlfriend, yeah, you're cool, but I'm just looking to fuck other people. And I kind of just say that uh, for you, I think. So that's kind of the idea. Let's go to more emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Quit my job. Going on the road. Need advice. Has anyone here quit a job yet? No. Okay. Does anyone here have a job? Okay. <laughs> that made me feel a little bit better. Okay, I thought you guys were all just homeless vagrants wandering around. 
listening to this podcast, the, yeah, the girls from Denver are. They just smoked a little weed. It ended up on a flight for some reason. Uh, long-time listener, first-time featherer here. I started listening to you shortly before I started my first job. You've officially outlasted the first leg of my postgraduate employment, Mazel Tov. I st- I started getting tired of my job and fairly under the radar Midwestern city about a year ago, and six months ago I realized it was time to leave. I decided that I wanted to take some time off before I jump into a new gig, and luckily I am in a field where finding a job isn't too hard. Cut to, cut to next Friday. My lease is over. I gave two weeks' notice. My car is packed. I'm planning on road tripping across our beautiful country for around two months before a big festival that I'm attending with a bunch of college friends and then looking for work on the West Coast. If that fails, I'll be driving back to NYC to crash with my parents and taking whatever job comes my way. Suffice it to say, I'm going to be on the road for a while. Any advice on how to make this trip of a lifetime? I have enough savings to live comfortably, and I've already reached out to friends in cities I'll be passing through, but I figured I'd say your sage advice would be a game changer. Shout out to my bro, Captain Ahab, who is constantly on Snapchat promoting the show. Do you know a Captain Ahab? I think I know exactly who this is. You know who this is? This is one of my fraternity brothers. This is a The J Train podcast family is strong. Okay, these girls don't believe it; they're still looking judgy. But it is a tight knit group. I've been on the road for about two weeks. Oh, this he wrote back. That email is from June June twenty eighth. I've been on the road about two weeks now, and I like that he he sounds like he's like stranded at sea. I've been at sea for two weeks now. Please help me. I have nobody to fuck me. Tinder won't work. Why? Where are you, J Train? And to narrow down my question, any advice about Tinder? I've got I've gotten more matches since I've been out taking out the traveling through show me around line. Yeah, you shouldn't have that. Uh, but I'm going Yeah, you but I'm going trying to figure out the best way to leverage the road trip into my bio, explain that I don't necessarily have a private place of my own in the city. P.P.S. R.I.P. Harry Schmuckler. Uh, Harry Schmuckler still lives on in a different capacity. Um, let me, I'll say this about Tinder on the road. I've, I've used apps on the road because I've traveled a bit for this. Um, don't, you don't want to give off the impression that you came to fuck town on a one day pass. It, it's just not going to work for you. You need to, I, I think like you, it, it doesn't work. If you're saying, like, I'm just, Papa's just a rolling stone, (laughs) you know, like, it's not going to go well. And I think, like, that, it's good that he took it out of his bio. You got to let that conversation come to you. Girl, you have to get the match, and then girl comes to you with interest, and then you write back, hey, I'm just here for a couple nights. Let's do, you, you got to, the key to Bumble, Tinder, any dating app in a quick scenario is to be quick and not be judgy. So know that they're in the same position as you. They, if they're willing to meet up and know that you're there for a couple, you know, for a day, then they're looking to have the wild experience that you're looking to have. They're living in your reality. Why wouldn't, you know, I've done that. I've been on Tinder and I've been like, hey, I'm going to be at this bar tonight at this time. You and friends should come. And the friends thing, that makes it a little bit more comfortable because now she's not showing up down a dark alley you know, like to some bar that you've just discovered, you know, and you're living out of your car. And it doesn't sound like you're just like looking for a place to crash. Um, but if you 
if you're saying like, hey, let's do this right now, and it's you know maybe it's a girl that you is outside your taste range or whatever you're looking for, you can't be choosy. This is not you know. You can't be uh, a mom looking at you know peanut butter options. It's it's not the way it's going to work. So, we we the key to this is moving swiftly and not caring about too many pe- one person too much. It is raining like crazy, and there's leaks coming through the chatter windows. I'm here to promote help out chatter in whatever way I can. We, we got people in the window Just here came too. In, yeah. Just came in. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, thank you. We said 2 o'clock, but don't worry. Uh, <laughs> 2.38 works, too. You missed the whole intro, but thank you, Trinity, for coming. Uh, totes preach. Uh, but I, I think it, it, it's being swift and not really caring. You have to take a lot of hard rights on, on these dating apps if you're looking to make things happen. The problem with dating apps is you get the repeat conversation. Hey, how are you? What do you do? Where are you from? Let's meet for drinks next Thursday. We've all seen that move at this point. So why don't you give this girl or guy the night of their lives by the having the tinder experience of their lives that they never would have gotten hey i'm at this bar i'm hanging i'm passing through town you should come i'm looking to have a fun night i want someone to show me around town and then it it keeps the energy in it because right now the energy gets taken out when they match with someone and it's like just here for a couple hours (laughs) like you might as well just like looking to drop off some cum (laughs) <laughs> like that might as well be your bio you know jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com let's do a lady email I, I, this one's kind of juicy is my coach trying to fuck me I love how the, the wait staff Christian keeps walking in right on the titles <laughs> he just walked in on is my coach trying to fuck me and he's like what the hell is going on here there is these animals what's up j train i've been a loyal lady listener to the podcast for two years now you get me through my shitty summer job as i feather your nuts thank you win-win i just graduated high school uh, what what is with these high schoolers what is going on right now the coach I just graduated high school, and I developed an extremely close relationship with my track coach over the many years. Uh, This is going into – this is getting serious. No, this isn't an introduction to to a porno. Um, You would be wrong. This is. Uh, This is the introduction to a lot of pornos, actually. Johnny, track coach, is hot to trot. Just hear me out, she writes. He's a, a, tra- a very attractive. That doesn't help us. I don't care if he's attractive. He's still your coach of many years. Very attractive guy in his early 30s and an amazing coach. <laughs> I like that his coaching abilities come into play. You should see him with the hurdlers. This guy knows how to work with a high jumper and no way you've ever seen. And I think he's trying to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I randomly t- uh he's a very attractive guy, amazing coach, and dad to his two little kids. Ooh. I've randomly been told by several of my friends that he's into me. 
I've all, but I've always thought they were misreading our close relationship. As time went on, I started to pick up on little things, winking at me during practice and in school, being slightly touchy, texting me separately out of the team group chat. Team group chat? Is this happening? So one of the guys, everyone just nodded really confidently in a way that, like, have you guys been on team group chats with the coach? This guy just gave the, the strongest oh, yeah, I've ever seen. <laughs> Are you her coach? Don't be so into this. Why are you taking his side? <laughs> um, he, told, he told me personal details about him and his wife, like their extensive fighting. Uh-oh. And his uncertainty about his love for her. He even told me he cheated on her in the past. Uh-oh. I might have to report this to child services. <laughs> but for some reason, always refused to show me a picture of her. What are you looking for pictures for? <laughs> Let me see the woman I'm about to destroy. <laughs> this is one of those emails that I actually like. I think about when I do the podcast. This is, it's fun to do a live one because I get to see the reaction on your faces. Most of you, this is, is encouraging me to read more of ones like this. Some of you, no. Um, uh, some of you are getting a little judgy. But I always wonder, I'm like, are you listening? To, like, I, I'm looking at these in the same eyes as you guys. So I'm wondering, is like the listener to be like, oh, he asked for this. No, I didn't know this was coming. It looked juicy. And it is. <laughs> so I could go on about the gestures and comments that he's given me to think. Uh, reason to think, is this dude trying to fuck me? To complicate things more, I have a boyfriend of five years who has no idea about any of this. Okay, well, listen. Five years, they met in middle school? Yeah, this dude's gone no matter what. He's gone whether Father Time gets involved or not. (laughs) Who has no idea about any of this. My coach has never liked my boyfriend either. There couldn't be more signals. And then she writes, surprise, surprise. He once made a comment to me about my boyfriend and said, you're too skinny and scrawny. You're into skinny and scrawny guys, the opposite of me. Oh, this is getting sad. Oh, this is... I just ate. I, <laughs> I have to admit, uh, admit it, but as my coach was showing stronger signs, the more I got into it and would flirt back. He's very sly and acts like he's 20 years old around me, but unfortunately I'm not, uh, never going to see, really see him anymore since I'm graduated and going away to college. I've, all, I've also been battling sexual frustration with my boyfriend because we've been together for so long, but, do I, but I do love him. Am I delusional for thinking my coach is coming on to me, uh, or is he just comfortable because we're so close? I'm really into this, and I can't get it out of my head. What do I do? P.S. I'm 18, so technically legal. Um, well, thank you for writing in. This is a very sticky situation. Um, the group here, I think I can poll. We've grown as an audience. There's about, this is very nice. Uh, there's about, what are, how many of us are there? 15 people here. Uh, can we, out of the 15 people, let me hear from anyone who thinks that the coach is not into her. Yell right now. <laughs> uh, that was the that was silence. Okay, uh, even Claude. No, right? the coach is no, into her. Absolutely, and, and she knows it too. And she knows She's it. She doesn't want to. She knows. She, but she also doesn't want to admit. It. You know, this is like one of those things. It's like, it's like I know. It's like I know I'm sick, but I'm afraid to go to the doctor. You know, like you don't want to hear the absolute truth that's going on. And the truth is, yeah, this guy's being creepy. Like, and whether and you, you know. 
no one could tell you how to feel. Like I would understand like the position she's in older, attractive guy. He has a job. Like she's been getting attention from him in ways that she's maybe never gotten attention from a guy before. It's not her 18 year old boyfriend who, you know, you know, kisses her vagina when he goes down on her instead of like going down on her. You know, like it, 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 I'm sorry, we clawed like that joke. Uh, I, I'm saying like this guy. I can see where she's going with this, and like she's not wrong for feeling the way she does. But what I'll say is that he's not gonna be her savior. Like she, he's not. He's got so much crap going on. The, the fact that any guy at that age would even entertain this and come on to you in that way, which he's, which he is doing means that he's more fucked up than you want to believe. Like, I know you're in high school and he's got a house and kids, but like everyone has a neighbor. Anytime a neighbor, anytime someone kills someone, and I don't, I know this is a drastic <laughs> example, but anytime there's like a murder suicide situation, the neighbor goes, Hey, they were nice people. You know, like no one knows what's going on in everybody else's house. And that's kind of the thing. Like when you're a kid in high school, like I remember when I was in high school, I thought, Oh, they're adults. That means they're smart and their shit's together. Yeah, now I'm 32, and I'm a dumb idiot with nothing together. I do a podcast where 18-year-olds write in about their track coach hitting on them. So I, <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell her. So I can understand where she's coming from. And also, like, a lot, you know, girls, if you're – this is, like, representative of, like, a lot of situations. It doesn't have – you don't have to be 18 to have a guy who you're like, he's giving me attention – but he's got a girlfriend, and it's like, yeah, because he wants to fuck you on the sly. Like, he wants to figure out a way to make it work with you and work and without messing up all the shit he has made up at all. So unless – I, and that's not to say – like, I don't want to give her an out to think that, like, this could happen. But, like, I think what she should do is break up with her boyfriend and start dating other guys her age or within reason. You're going to go to college. You know, the summer's up. Why don't you take the summer – and, and and get with you know be with the guys in your you know your grade that are moving on to college and then you get to college and you can find new boyfriends and new experiences and take the things and the way this guy obviously the way this guy is treating you is very nice because he's going out of his way to give you attention but maybe that's the way to judge guys in the future like he's doing the act of a good guy you know, if he didn't have, if he was 22 and didn't have a wife and didn't have kids and didn't have a mortgage and wasn't your coach, I'd be like, wow, this guy, you know, texts you. He asks how you're doing. He says you're, you know, he gives you compliments. I'd be like, oh, this is a good guy. But wait a minute. He's got two kids and he's 30 in his late 30s and he shouldn't be doing this. So that's kind of the difference between it. So, you know, take, I, I think it's okay to be like, to take the taste of a situation and then translate that into a new situation. Be like, oh, I remember this feeling before. This is this is what it felt like when I was in that porno situation. Oh, you oh, that's why this guy, this new guy is treating me right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. This has really been unbelievable. I, I, I uh, unbelievable. We're gonna keep going, but I, I just want to say it, uh, the feathering of a century, even the people that haven't listened. They've started to smile once or twice, which is nice. Um, but it is really nice. And where are you guys coming from? How do you guys find the show? Poop what? Poop days. Poop days? <laughs> oh, you've been here since the beginning. I, uh, thank you, buddy. I, <laughs> that's a funny way to say, how did you find the show? Poop days. That's how I found it. Uh, and where, how do you guys all know each other? 
Yeah. Oh, you got more people behind you? Oh, I just saw three of you in the window. Oh, okay. Well, well, thank you guys for coming. Uh, not a lot of personality there, but we'll keep moving on. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we, we, we push forward. Um, dear, let's do... I'll, I'll, read, I'll read titles, and then we can, we can poll the audience. We'll get you guys involved. Ball and chain or enjoy my senior year. Questions regarding mixers, date parties. Bro ro- road trip advice. Making friends as a post-grad. Do I tell my girlfriend that I just got diagnosed with bipolar? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Let me answer that question. Right now, the girlfriend's like, why? (laughs) Why do we have the best and worst days of my life every week? Uh, (laughs) I don't want to just brush off this question. It seems serious. Don't want to get too heavy in the pocket, so I'll keep it as light as I can. Last week, I got diagnosed with minor bipolar. Minor bipolar? That sounds like something you diagnose someone else. You know, it's like, oh, you had a minor heart attack. You had a minor heart attack. I had a heart attack. I thought that would have been funnier. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense. I, I do go through uh, really high highs and really low lows, but I've always shielded it from uh, the lows, i.e. made excuses as to why I can't hang out. The highs are great, and I'm perfectly functional, and then some. and then some. She obviously loves me because of them. I just don't know if I should tell her about the big picture. Uh, I don't want to scare her, make me make her see me in a different light because she really puts me on a pedestal. Uh, what's my move here? Uh, thanks a ton. Um, she that whole like we got that thing from a guy. That's the ego again. We talked about it in the beginning that she puts me on a pedestal. You, you're not that great. Just like we're all not that great. You know, like it's a we're all the star of our own movie. But, you know, really, we're just the bit players, which I did that. I've been saying that for so long. And then Chris D'Elia has a whole fucking special called Man on Fire where he does a whole bit. I did this on a podcast like months ago or like, like a year, six months ago. I talked about it on a podcast. And then all of a sudden I was like, Man on Fire. So you, the special's great. Go check it out. Um, <laughs> but I would say to him, uh, I know she, I think revealing that you got to tell her. You got to tell your girlfriend, uh, especially if you you know you're this into it and it's that close. Go tell her because I think opening that up will open up other areas of communication in your relationship. If you can tell her this, then there's other things you can get into that are more fun. The highs go with the lows, just like your your you know the disease. The, the, is it a disease? What are, what do we? Anybody a doctor? Disorder. disorder. Okay, your disorder. Just like your disorder, that's the same thing with relationships. If you give in. To letting her know what gets you down, you'll be more into uh, be able to share more of the ups, and also it won't be like you won't be sitting there being like, well, I you know, avoiding her during these times. Maybe she can help you. Maybe she'll like empathize a little bit more when you're not feeling well. I think it's a fine thing to bring up to her, and I don't think it will. I think it will make the really. I actually think it will make the relationship better, not worse. That's my opinion. But also see your doctor and do all that stuff because I don't know shit. so let's keep choosing. Bullshit breakup, bored or wild, blow-offs instead of blow-jobs, two guys, one house. Anybody have a, a, a pin? Two guys, one house? All right, we'll go two guys, one house, and then what'd you say? We'll do two guys, one house, then bullshit breakup. Dear Papa JT, extending an extra long feather to your balls while whispering, big fan. That would be fun. 
<laughs> Big fan. Oh, yeah? I've listened to every podcast since the beginning and continue to convert the ignorant to the wise words of Papa Jew train to this day. Retracts feather. Okay, thanks. Um, okay, anyways. I'm a chick at a Big 12. Oh, it's a chick at a Big 12 school, and I need your advice. There are two guys, guy one and guy two. Okay. Claude, we got this. Guy one, guy two. Both who I met last year are in the same fraternity. Although we went to a few of each other's houses functions, I've already verbally expressed that I do not want a relationship to guy one, but I don't think he fully got the memo. <laughs> uh, we are friends, so we talk on the reg, but some of the things he has randomly said has led me to think he didn't fully get it. I just don't want to take things any further with guy one, and I don't know how to show him that without ghosting him or possibly hurting their friendship. On the other hand, Guy 2 and I have been mutually planting seeds every now and then to harvest in the fall, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. This is, <laughs> so if, for Claude, who's never listened to the show, and the two ladies who have never listened, we, we, and maybe if you've missed that episode, we talked about in the summer you want to plant your seeds to grow in the fall. So you want to plant your fuck seeds now and you want to be like hey like you know send some snaps send some tweets some texts whatever and some dms and then when you get there like oh look what you've grown into you know (laughs) so that's the idea which is uh how can i can i how can i till the land (laughs) set it up with guy two to be a smooth yield of crops come mid-august this is a very interesting situation. Guy one, she's done with. Guy two, she's trying to sprout. Um, I think, <laughs> the, I mean, this is a little bit on the same path of the earlier email that we did where the girl was like, I, you know, I just want to get rid of this guy. But this is a, t- you know, this is a situation where she's going to have to see him over and over. The problem is you can't just, you can't end it and save the friendship at the same time. It's just not possible. So it's one or the other. You either keep going and know that you're, you know, you're kind of leading a guy on, or you end the friendship so that it can start again later when you guys absolutely know that there's no interest physically. Because then once, if you if you just keep this going right now, he's like, he's still got the taste of you on his mouth. You know, he can still feel you. He still knows what you're all about. And if you don't let if you don't let it go, then there's no chance for him to go taste, you know, change the palate, so to speak. So if you don't give him that chance where you say to him, hey, listen, I feel like this, we need to stop talking for a while. I feel like I'm leading you on. You may not think that, but I feel it. So I'm just going to stop our conversation. Then you stop answering texts and you give it some time until the fall. And if you see him, you're happy to see him in person. But you got there. You can be happy to see someone in person and not answering over text and over over the internet. I mean, I think it's you. It doesn't have to be both at once. It doesn't have to be awkward. And I and I come in with big hellos. If I <laughs> if I'm seeing an ex, you're getting. If you're an ex of mine, you're getting the biggest hello you've ever fucking gotten from me. I'm walking in there. Whoa! I saw a girl. I saw an ex from college. Literally uh, this past week, she was pregnant, and I was on a date. I'm on a date, and I see that, and we go. We're walking to this place. And I see this and see this ex of mine who were on great terms. Like she's a friend of mine now, but we had our moment where it was like over. We didn't speak for a while. And that was just to get, you know, for both of us, that was a good thing. And I see her at this place and I look at the girl I'm on the date with. I go, this is about to be funny <laughs> is what I said to her. 
And then she goes, what? And I go, hey! To the other one. And I was like, you know, so it was like a, it was like a, it was, it was as if I was like pushing, it was like pushing her out of the way to go, to go and like, you know, hit the, uh, the bad guy. You know, I had to like go whack him over the head with a hello. So I'm saying to her, it's like, have an ending, have a definitive ending, go away from it. When you see him in the fall, big hello, but you're friends. A happy hello, but not because you want to get any more out of it. And then the other dude, keep planting. Yeah, give him a third. That's a good idea. Give him a 30 second hello. Just walk in. Hello! I won't fuck you! Uh, yeah, well, then, that is the, says the, the lonely dude again, chiming in. Now I'll think she wants to fuck me. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, but I think, it, I think if she says the hello and then goes and hangs out with the dude she really wants to get with, he'll get, the, he'll get the picture, and if he doesn't, he'll have a sulky night, and he'll go to his buddy and be like, what the fuck's going on? And he'll be like, she's been texting me all summer, and he'll be like, oh, that sucks, and he'll get over it. But, you know, all of this hurts. You know, like it's not supposed. It, there's, there's no nobody's gonna go through life just numb and not hurting. So he's gonna get it just like this girl's gonna feel it at some point from the dude she's trying to get with. It's all gonna happen to all of us. So he'll be okay. J train podcast at gmail dot com. J train podcast at gmail dot com. Bullshit breakup is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do it. What's up, Papa JT? Long-time listener, been showing the podcast to my friends. They love it. I've been talking to this girl, a 779. So for Claude, we'll explain. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Girls or guys can use it. Okay, Hillary, (laughs) the Hillary Clinton section. (laughs) Girls or guys can use it. (laughs) Face, body, personality. So it's the area code method. So she's a 779. For a few months, and she she just recently cut things off with me because she says that she has personal issues and always tries to fix them with a boyfriend. But she said she still has feelings for me but can't date right now. We both knew it was about to get more serious and ran on the brink of our relationship becoming official. She hits me with that out of nowhere. I have never liked someone as much as as this girl before. And I want to believe for reasons, uh, her reasons for ending it with me. But I also have a sneaky suspicion that this is all bullshit and she just wanted a nice way to cut things off. <laughs> all of my friends are dipshits and can never, uh, and never offer sound advice or any advice for that matter. I believe that even if she has personal problems and if she actually had feelings for me, then she, she, would, she would want someone to be with her through them. That so, ego. It's the ego. I don't know. I hear him. I, I, I got I, my tentacles are going up a little bit on this one. We still Snapchat, but never text or talk anymore. And I want to know if I should go after her, just move on and realize that it's over. I still like this girl a lot. Would hate to move on if she still would want something in the future. I would just appreciate your take on in the matter. Once again, love the show. Do uh, uh, hope to see one of your shows. All right. So the audience here, do we have any anybody? We all think move on. We have someone raising their hand. If someone is using a relationship with another person as like a crutch yeah. to not deal with their personal problems, like you don't want any part of that. Yeah. Just move on. You got very clinical. <laughs> I like that, man. I was I was into it. I no, I think you're right. I, we had another the, the the Clinton section rose her hand, yes. <laughs> go no, go ahead, Gloria Steinem. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that if you have a tendency to use other people to fill your emotional void, you don't realize that when you're using them. But once you realize that, like, it's too late. She's, she's saying it after another relationship where she realized it, and then she saw her going self down the same path. I think that she's, she's, the illusion is gone. I think that if she's, our, if she's come to terms with the fact that she uses people when she's in a bad place in her life, then she's realized that about him. Oh, she's doing it. She's already realized she's doing it with him. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I totally agree with everything you both just said because it's true. If she's seeing it, yeah, this is what she saw. She's telling you. She's not saying that she's going to do this. She's saying she's already done it. And, what's, and she's, being, she's being as honest as she can be. Yeah. She, without being like, hey, I've been using your ass. Sorry, pops. Hit the, you know, hit the bricks. It's, it, it, she couldn't say it that way. I think also from, like, from his perspective, let's stop, let's stop digging into, like, and I, guys and girls do this, digging into the reasons these things end. Because you're going to find a body and it's going to be fucking disgusting. You know, you're going to see why this ended and it's going to be, oh, I didn't want to see that. I just learned too much about myself. Let's not, let's, 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 let's know a little less about ourselves than more, I think is really the thing for him. He wants to know if this is, you know, I, if someone ends it with me, I always just take them at their word, whatever she's saying, I'm going with it. She took, it took her enough time and effort to make that happen that like she had to like bowl through so many annoying like she had to have such strength to say even what she said that was half the truth that you don't want to hear the full truth like if someone was like if someone came to me and i was like like we have these things uh comedy the big thing now is roast battles okay there's on comedy central there's been a few people that have been on this podcast that have been on the roast battle um and they ask me to do them sometimes and i'm always like nah i don't want to I don't want to hear what people really think about me. <laughs> I don't need to hear. And then, like, you, you know, like, I don't need to hear what people are, like, really. Like, do you really want to know why she's, she ended it in any, if someone's going to end things with you in the time of ghosting, you know, in the time where ghosting is an option, if someone has chose the harder option, let's just believe them. Let's just believe the nice shit they happen to say and go with it and be like, you know what? You know what? I am great. And I'm going to move on. <laughs> Everything you said, I'm the perfect, I know, you, oh, I am the perfect guy. And I'm going to go with what you just said. And someone's going to be perfect for me. Just like you said. And I'm just going to go with it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's, uh, we got time for one hypothetical. Let's do that. A hypothetical, we'll, we'll go around the room. Does everyone feel good about that? I mean, it's, it's really been the feathering of a lifetime. This is a, such a nice group that's here, and hopefully you guys come tonight. We're going to do the show if you can make it. We're going to be at the Kennedy Center. i got a great lineup in store. There's going to be, um, I think we're going to have four comics, um, and I'll tell you guys in the room. I, I, uh, we might have, I, did I say it while we were on the air who it might be? But he said he might not show. Did I say it? Were we taping when I said it? No. No? Well, if he show, I don't want to say it, then he doesn't show, then I look like an idiot again. Um, so I'm not going to say it. Let's do a hypothetical. Ready? What up, J-Train? Just woke up from my midday snooze. <laughs> Only this podcast gets emails during their midday snooze. This is the, the podcast of luxury problems. This is the official podcast. I thought of this hypothetical. You have two options. 
All of the liquids you consume are solids, not ice, but like jello. So like rose, jello rose. I don't know why that's the first thing I thought of, but that's the first thing I thought of. Jello, jello shots, jello fireball, jello Coca-Cola, jello iced tea. Okay. Two, all the solids you consume are liquids. Uh, I don't know about that one. Chicken, chicken stew. If you go with option one, you can still fondle your matzo balls in your mouth and eat jello at the same time. <laughs> all the fucking time. If you go with option two, you can essentially funnel all your food, which would save you a lot of time. <laughs> oh, man. We know that this guy's head's at. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going with jello liquids as opposed to liquid, liquefied food. Yeah, I just can't think of a, a chicken shake just is grossing me the fuck out. Uh, vegetables. People are doing that right now without imagining it. That's like a thing right now. Let's do one more hypothetical because this has been fun. Um, let's do hypothetical. Quick hypothetical. Okay. Would you rather be feathered to completion? <laughs> Feather to completion? Yeah, I think I'm in. I think I'll take it. Or or rusty trombone. What? It's a rim job with a reach around. Feather to... Feather to... Yeah, feather to completion because I would get to tell it here on the J Train podcast. It would become an opening and we'd save a... You know, let's do... Hypothetical. You want a shout out? What? Who am I shouting out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a. Okay, this is. <laughs> let me do a shout out, a quick one. Um, and this is the weirdest shout out I've ever had on the show to Beef in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> is this Beef a man or a woman? A woman. A, a woman and a beautiful one at that. I'm sure. <laughs> beef. <laughs> What's the story behind beef? So, I used to Can you hear? Go what? ahead. Step up to the window. This <laughs> I used to be the fat sibling. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You look great. <laughs> so one day we were just ra- driving in the car and she looks over and goes, Beefcake. And I Called responded. you Beefcake. Mm-hmm. I responded. And then slowly over time it was shortened to just beef. Beef. Occasionally beefy. Beefy, yeah. where are you guys from? Columbus, Ohio. This is this is only a name that could work in the Midwest. Uh, I don't see a lot of beefies in New York City, <laughs> but I appreciate it. that's great. And yeah. so now you call each other beef. Yeah, is is the joke, so it's right? Like she's beef and I'm beef, and my parents call me beef. And your parents call me beef. Some people some people refer to a fart as beefing. Yeah, no, not that okay. Did you just beef? I've heard that. Okay, I'm just making sure you don't get yeah. caught in the confusion. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Okay, well, yeah. Beef, thank you. And tell Beef, I, and Beef, here's your shout-out. I totes preach. Uh, you listening in Columbus? And uh, she had sent me a message, and uh, I, I really appreciate You look great. You don't look like a Beef at all to me. Um, the, we'll do, uh, is there any more shout-outs? Yes. Okay, we got one more. Uh, can we shout-out Danny in California? Danny in California? And John Canary. 
and John Canary. Those sound like John fake people. No, they're, the they're real. Okay, so shout out to them. And uh, shout out Gloria Steinem <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. They've been shouted out. Um, okay, one last one. Shout out to Dang Lot, who I don't know where the fuck you are right now, but best of luck to you, buddy. Best of luck to Dan Oh, okay. So it's someone that is near and dear to this. I don't like to give out last names on this. Uh, Dan, Blank. <laughs> Dan Blank. Okay. So let's do one more hypothetical, then we'll end up. But this has been a pleasure. Uh, let's do... This guy writes, what's up, Jared? Got to give Reddit credit for this one. You're on a first date. You can choose one person alive that comes up to you and fist bumps you, then walks away like it's normal. Who do you choose? Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski? No. That's a, okay. I got to go. This guy writes, I got to go with someone like Drake. <laughs> Who is relevant and well-known by girls. What was that? Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un? No, Barack Obama. If you're in D.C., Barack Obama. Yeah. Barack Obama, okay. Someone's trying to get with the Hillary Clinton section. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this guy writes Drake, known by girls in their twenties. I gotta say, if if I was to choose, see the thing, if you're on a date, you're gonna be discussing what you do like on a day to day. So if you're gonna be, you want someone in your industry to fist bump you because then that just says that you're successful in the thing you do. So I would want someone like big time because at some point comedy and podcasts would come up over the course of this date. So I would want somebody relevant in that world. So I would say Kevin James, the King of Queens himself, just because then I could talk about King of Queens and I like that show. Louis, I mean, I, I just think King of Queens, I would, I would have more to talk about. Seinfeld, you know, it'd be too much. I need it to be inside enough that I would have things like things to go on and riff about, you know, and I, I think one solid knuckle with uh, Kevin James would be a fun one for me. But uh, guys, listen, this has uh, been fantastic. We're at the end of our show. Thank you all for coming. Beef and crew, um, the South Dakota boys, the Swamp Tigers, Hillary Clinton section, the eye roll section. The loner's table. Uh, it's really all been great. Claude, thank you for helping out. This has been such a pleasure. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms except for Instagram. I'm at Jared Freed. We'll be back next episode. Boom. There we go. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.